Hello, I'm Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and today I'm talking with Max Shufton, who is Cyber Talent Program Director with the SANS Institute. Max, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Nick. Thanks. Thanks for the invite today. Good. What we're talking about today is the SANS Institute, which has recently announced an expansion of funding for the SANS Cyber Workforce Academy. Um, just to level set, first of all, could you explain what the Cyber Workforce Academy is and what, what it's achieved so far? Yes, absolutely. So the Cyber Workforce Academy uh, is a program that in lockstep with several others, uh, SANS have launched over the last four plus years to help individuals who are not currently working in cybersecurity come into the field. Uh, in the state of Maryland, we've had the opportunity uh, to work with a series of employers and nonprofits to kind of combine the various academies uh, that we started a few years ago into one program, which we've uh, called the Cyber Workforce Academy. Um, and that program is aimed at helping uh, transitioning veterans, recently retired veterans, uh, diverse career changers from racial and ethnic minorities to women seeking to enter the cyber workforce, get hands-on technical training uh, and industry certification so they can pursue a career in the cybersecurity field. Okay, very good. So, I mean, I guess leading on from that then, it's, it's obviously there is a massive shortfall when it comes to uh, the skills gap in cybersecurity. Um, but, I mean, again, you're looking for filling technical positions with people who are from a potentially non-technical background. So, I mean, again, the, the cross-section you see here of the talent pool that you're taking from it is very diverse. But um, what kind of common criteria do you look for for people who are looking to become a part of the, uh, the academy? So, yes, it's, uh, it's kind of a combination of things. Um, the one real tool we use to try to identify individuals with that high potential coming from a non-cyber background to come to the field is uh, their aptitude for learning cybersecurity skills. And we actually have an assessment tool we built uh, for some U.S. military cyber training programs we support back in 2013 uh, that we've seen serve as a, uh, a predictor for ability to learn cybersecurity skills and pass industry certification. So that assessment focuses on trying to find individuals with problem-solving skills uh, critical thinking abilities, information parsing ability, um, technical comprehension, and knowledge application. It really focuses on those components. Um, people who do well on it tend to be those who like solving puzzles, who like brain teasers, who like um, taking apart toys or taking apart computers to see how they work. Uh, folks with those kind of traits have done well on the aptitude assessments. Hmm. At the same time, um, in addition to the tool, we also want to make sure that people that we select for these academy programs have a, have a set sense of career goals, um, they have passion for wanting to come into this workforce, they have maybe done some self-learning on their own via things like Cybrary or Coursera that you can access online, um, that they, uh, you know, they have a sense of why me in terms of that kind of personal statement. So we conduct interviews uh, with any applicant who scores well on the assessment that's eligible for an academy to try to measure that uh, sense of uh, career goals, their work ethic, um, their reason for wanting to come into the program, because it is going to be a lot of hard work and you do need to kind of have a, have a set sense of goals. Even if you don't know the exact job you want to pursue, you have to have an understanding of you know, what cybersecurity is, what the different common work roles are, and some ideas of what you'd like to do should you come into the field um, to ultimately be successful. Okay. And, and just to be clear, you're not looking for any traditional academic qualifications here in cybersecurity. It could be very generic in terms of your background. Correct. We've had uh, individuals go through these academies who had 
associate's degrees or bachelor's degrees in IT and STEM related fields. We've had people go through them who had no, you know, college degree at all or a college or a bachelor's or associate's degree in a non-technical field like psychology or, um, you know, uh, accounting and, and things like that. So we've seen the gamut. There's no requirement on either end. Um, certainly some basic computer knowledge can help, but it's not a requirement by any means. Okay. And I mean, as, as we know, I mean, depending on which statistics you look at, you know, it could be a million, it could be four million, but I mean, there is a shortfall in this cybersecurity industry of millions of people. So I guess the question being then is, you know, how scalable is this to, to fill the skills gap that we're experiencing and who are you working with to, to maybe expand this further? Sure. So uh, we think it's very scalable. I mean, the program can be done completely virtually. We've run both completely live programs, a mixture of online and live programs and completely virtual programs. SANS on our own is probably not, uh, you know, frankly going to fill the million job shortage that we'd like to say we can. But we think what's, what's really built here is the model for if you can find individuals with high aptitude and high potential, you can train them in an immersive time frame over, you know, three to five months, depending on the exact scope of the program, uh, and then get them into the workforce. And we, we feel we've proven that. Um, with you know, just now just over 500 individuals who've gone through these programs in the U.S. and the United Kingdom as well, um, and have with over 90% of the successful graduates finding jobs in cybersecurity. Um, that being said, you know, we've worked with uh, various employers in the U.S., like um, GEICO and uh, CACI, defense contractor, Citigroup, uh, the bank, NTT Security, uh, Walmart, and others to uh, provide hiring consideration to graduates of the program. And we certainly need to find more employers um, and are always looking for more employers that can help us with our programs, but also, you know, encourage them to start their own uh, that are focused on building new talent and not just hiring from each other. Um, what we've seen exacerbate this problem over the years is employers hiring from one another when they need new entry level or, you know, level two talent instead of trying to build new pipelines and pathways for people to come into the field. At the same time, uh, we've worked with, as I think you alluded to at the beginning, the state of Maryland's Department of Labor to help fund a grant in the state of Maryland where we're doing more in one specific state than we've done in the past, um, which has been really exciting for us. And we think we'd like to, you know, try to take that across all 50 states in the U.S. and, you know, working with employers and nonprofits, try to expand as much as we can, but at the same time, encourage other organizations, be they nonprofits, academic institutions, training providers, employers who have their own in-house training to really look to that model of if you can find people with the high potential capability and aptitude for learning, um, if you give them the opportunity to go in through a program like this with training and some certifications or credentials to validate their skills, they can, they're eager and ready to get to work. And if we have more of these kind of talent pipeline programs, I think that's how you scale it, uh, be it through SANS or through other opportunities. Sure. And, and maybe one final question again. I mean, clearly the, the industry is fairly uh, white and male overall. So, again, any particular right. initiatives that you're working on to include, or be more inclusive or encourage diversity in, in, within the cybersecurity industry? Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, our first academy we started uh, – with this model to, as a proof of concept was the Vet Success Program here in the U.S. for transitioning veterans and recent retired veterans um, who didn't have any experience uh, in cyber. Um, we saw those, our, our first group in 2015 do really well. And so we've expanded that program since, but we also wanted to start some other programs because there is a lack of diversity in the field. Um, and while the veterans population in the U.S. is diverse, it's certainly um, not, as the, not overly diverse um, in a way that would change the 
dynamics of the workforce writ large in the United States. Uh, so we added two other tracks of academies, the Women's Academy for Female Career Changers and uh, those finishing um, undergraduate studies, be it at the associate or bachelor's level. Uh, and we added a parallel program last year for racial and ethnic minorities in the U.S., focused on career changers and those in their final year of associate's or bachelor degree level study uh, who would then be pursuing jobs uh, upon completion. So we've, we've added those two academies really to try to increase diversity in the field because, um, you know, organizations and security teams, uh, we continuously hear that they do better when they have a diverse set of backgrounds and perspectives uh, in approaching problems and day-to-day -day work tasks uh, within, their, within their team. So we launched those two academies in partnership with the uh, the Women's Academy in partnership with the Women's Society of Cyber Jitsu, which is a nonprofit focused on increasing the number of cybersecurity or women in cybersecurity, I'm sorry. And we launched our uh, Diversity Academy in partnership with the International Consortium of Minority Cybersecurity Professionals, um, or ICMCP for short, which has the uh, mission of trying to increase the number of minorities in cybersecurity. And both of those groups have been great in helping us promote those academies across the country. Uh, to raise the opportunity to interested uh, individuals within each community. Fantastic. Well, uh, Max, I mean, very commendable work you're doing, and, and obviously congratulations on the expansion that we're seeing in, in Maryland, and hopefully this, this is something that um, ignites in other areas and, you know, obviously wish you the, the best of uh, success with this going forward. So, um, Max Schiffman, uh, Cyber Talent Program Director with the SANS Institute, thank you very much. Uh, and this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group.